This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Phil Tautorangi joins us uh, as we speak. Teared up with uh, Phil Tautorangi. It's 7 o'clock on Saturday mornings here on SENZ, together with the Whiskers Series podcast, which is out now. Um, and talking to Kiwi Legends about their experiences with mental health. Uh, you can donate to Movember now and join the Whisker Series podcast while you are at it. Good morning to you, uh, Phil Tautarangi. Uh, it's hard to know. A lot of highlights for New Zealand golfers towards the end of this year, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, the golfing year New Zealand wide, uh, New Zealand wise goes to Lydia, Lydia Ko for me. I, I just think... Uh, the way she's come back, uh, the image she's portrayed, etc., and winning the Va- the Via Trophy, Var Trophy, Via Trophy, uh, was brilliant. Yeah, I agree with you, Pete. I, I think it's been uh, wonderful as, as golf fans, as Lydia fans, um, to see her turn around this, uh, this season. Really started kind of the mid part of last year, and um, she managed to keep that uh, keep that run of form going. Um, I mean, there's a fair bit of class sitting in behind that form. Let's Let's uh, make that very clear. But I think more than anything, she's got back to being Lydia. Uh, when you were as a bubbly little kid, that uh, it played golf pretty well and played it to the to the point where she became the best player in the world. And then she kind of lost a little bit of innocence. And and I think that that kind of comes. That comes with uh, with having a long career. It comes with with jumping to the top of the world at a young age. It's hard to sustain that. Um, but you know things got a little bit wobbly, and and it, it doesn't always come back for people. Um, but she's done a, a marvellous job of, of turning it around. The, the performances on the course this year, Smithy, have been, you know, they've, I, I have a quick quick browse back past the 15 and 16 years when she won four or five times in a season. Yep, that's 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 pretty good. Um, but the, the performances this year, I think she had six finishes inside of the top three and and, and a win um, and a bronze medal to boot. And so, um, you know, that, that she most surely was only just a couple of putts away from having a season where she would have been the most dominant player on the LPGA Tour. Um, how, does, how does this work, the, this trophy that she's won for the year's lowest scoring average? How do, how, how do we work that through? Yeah, so uh, all the players out there, so they've got to play a minimum number of rounds, maybe 70 rounds for the season. And so the top two women players on the LPGA Tour didn't play as many rounds. Uh, the, the young woman who just won um, yesterday, Jin Young Ko, uh, out of South Korea, she's had a phenomenal last, uh, well, last eight, nine tournaments, to be fair. I think she had five wins in her last nine starts. Um, 
And but she took a fair bit of time off um, at the start of the season. Was back in South Korea. Her grandmother passed away, and was actually considering tossing in the LPGA too. So she didn't play enough tournaments. Neither did Nelly Quarter, taking a fair bit of time at home um, throughout the course of the season. That turned out pretty well for her. She had four wins in a in a, in a major championship as well. So they weren't eligible because they didn't play enough rounds. That's a small technicality. They had better scoring averages than Lydia. Um, but Lydia's scoring average of 69.3, I think it was, which it ended up to be. Um, what, what that is a sign of, Smithy, is, is a consistent play throughout the course of the year. Didn't really have a blowout, didn't have a, a slump in form. She had a couple of performances that were kind of the mid-20s uh, where she finished through the middle of the year, but I think it was 11 top 10 finishes throughout the course of the year, and that just kind of points to a fair bit of consistency. And so... More than anything, I think it's a nice trophy to go in the, in the in the cabinet, but it's another point towards the Hall of Fame. And so she's now within nine points, I think it is, of of securing a sport, uh, a spot, sorry, in the LPGA Tour Hall of Fame, which I, I haven't done a whole heap of research, but a little bit of research smoothly tells me that it's mostly one of the, the hardest halls to uh, to play your way into. Wow, okay. I had Hall of Fame written down there. You've pretty much covered that for me, but I just wondered the significance of that to, to a golfer. You know, does it, does it rate up there? I mean, does it go hand in hand with winning majors? I mean, they're the toughest things to win. So you'd have to win one, two or three of those to, to qualify, or is it just consistency over a long period of time? Yeah, well, the, the interesting thing with the LPGA Tour, it's not opinion-based. Uh, it's uh, you earn it, you earn it throughout your career by winning major championships, winning tournaments, uh, winning the the money list, the CME money list, something like what Lydia's done, where she's won the uh, stroke average at the end of the year. Um, I think if you finish the year at the end of the year at a number one, you might get a point as well. Um, Interestingly enough, the gold medal or, or medaling at the Olympics doesn't go towards the uh, LPGA Hall of Fame, but you've got to earn it through your play. The World Golf Hall of Fame, on, on the other hand, they have a panel, uh, and you're voted uh, upon to, to a you've got to you've got to have um, X number of wins um, to even be considered. But then there's a voting. Um, academy that goes to work and you voted upon whether you enter the World Golf Hall of Fame. In the LPGA, you've got to earn it through your play. And so that's why I say that, you know, uh, it, it, there have been a couple of dodgy dodgy uh, appointments inductees to the World Golf Hall of Fame where their criteria might have been more about their popularity than, than necessarily what they achieved on the golf course. In the LPGA, it all goes down to wins um, and achievements throughout your career. Right, let's uh, look at uh, the internet. It's gone berserk because uh, one Tiger Woods has been <laughs> spotted or put himself on this with a knee brace or a leg brace, a pretty heavy one too, uh, hitting some balls, man, and uh, that's got the golfing world sitting up straight again. I think within 28 minutes, 5.7 million views. Uh, um, so you're, you're, you're right about that uh, I, I don't follow the, the likes and the retweets and the this, that and the other I think there was something like 200,000 
likes and 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 retreats were, were up there as well. And um, yeah, look, he's the needle, right? We we, we know that. Um, and for for all of what's been happening in the golfing world since February. Um, you know, it, he posted a, a swing that takes about three seconds. Um, he's got his track man sitting down there, so he's doing more than just a little bit of exercise. And it mostly points to that this wasn't his first session on the range. He's been hitting balls for a little while. Uh, there wasn't a lot of speed. Uh, there wasn't a lot of aggression at the ball, but um, hitting a six or a seven iron and um, and making contact and the swing looking like it was... Um, you know, all in the right positions suggests that um, maybe a return to golf in 2022 is a strong possibility. That would be great. I mean, television companies now, right here and now, rubbing their hands together, I'm sure. Um, one of the, uh, I think one of the most consistent players on the uh, US PGA Tour is also very successful on the European Tour. Uh, he portrays a lovely image, this fellow, um, Colin Morikawa. He's had uh, he- a heck of a year as well. He really has, Smitty, and he's only 24, um, as you point out, a young guy that's um, got a fair bit of promise. I mean, you break down his first 60 events as a professional. Two of them were majors. They were in his first two starts, and the first time that he had even played those major championships. He's had six wins overall, four of them uh, second-place finishes, so he's been pretty close to the mark. 24 out of his 60 starts, he's finished inside the top 10, He's made just just shy of twenty million on the golf course, um, winning a, a World Golf Championship in his first try. He's undefeated it in his first Ryder Cup. I'm not so sure whether there's too much more that Morikawa could have achieved in his first couple of seasons mm. as a professional. Uh, very very precise uh, with his iron game. Uh, he's the best iron player on the planet by far. Uh, not long and a little bit shaky at times, to be fair, on the putter. Um, but one thing he has got, Smithy, and he showed that this uh, in, the, in the finale on the European Tour uh, just overnight on Sunday night, when Rory McIlroy had the lead going into the last round, he is a closer. Um, and, and when he puts himself in contention, gets a sniff of it on Sunday, um, we've seen this just about all the way through. This six, I'm going five of them have come from behind. When he gets a little sniff, he closes things out, and uh, that's a pretty good trait. Put all the rest of it to the side. If you're uh, in contention going into the final day, you shoot something in the mid-60s, generally going to be good enough to um, to have your name on a trophy. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Uh, Phil, thank you very much this morning, um, uh, and uh, we'll look forward to listening to you on Saturday morning. Tee it up uh, at 7 o'clock. Thank you. Thanks, as always. Yeah, appreciate it, Smithy. I just want to give it just a little nod. We're just coming to the end of yep. um, November and, and this Movember promotion that uh, everyone's been doing across uh, all the shows and, and, and tip of the cap to everybody who's kind of pitched in on that. Um, spoke to Steve Devine the other day. Uh, had a really honest mm. and pretty frank and sobering conversation with Steve about his concussions and the, the conclusion of his career and, and the darkness that, uh, that came over him uh, when, he, when he stepped away from rugby and what the hell was he going to do. Now he's involved in saving lives with fire and emergency. And so I just wanted to kind of point people towards the Whisker series, which will be up a little That, that interview um, with, with Steve will be up a little bit later on this week. 
Um, and so just want to take a, a time to uh, just shout out to everybody that uh, if, you're, uh, if you need to have a chat with someone, if you need to, um, to, to, to have a conversation with where things are at in your life, certainly reach out to those that you love, maybe those that you don't know too well that just uh, say, hey, I'm not travelling too well, can you, can you give me some help? Or keep an eye out for those friends and family that uh, that might be sending signs that, hey, things are a little bit off kilter here. So just a good time to, to recognise that and remind everyone to, to look out for everyone that's, um, that, that's in their workplace uh, that you may well be sitting aside right now. Thanks very much, Phil, for those sentiments and uh, those thoughts. Yep, uh, I think it's a terrific, a terrific observation and it's been a, a wonderful promotion, uh, that series throughout November. So I look forward to listening to uh, Steve Devine and Phil Tottering at 7 o'clock uh, this Saturday morning with his golf show in particular, Tear It Up with Phil.